0: If you have a person in your life that makes you cringe a little bit when they want to discuss wines at a party or a dinner, this episode's for you. I'm going to be sharing some helpful tips of how to make the celebrations a little bit less intense with that passionate wine enthusiast in your life, also known as the wine snob. So if you're ready, let's get started. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Wine Chef Talk. I'm your host, Smiley Erin Rosar, and I'm so happy that you're here with me today. If we haven't met before, it's lovely to have you here. And if we have, welcome back. Now, for those of you who are new, you should know that I've been a professional Smiley for over 20 years now, and it's my passion and my privilege to make learning about wine not only fun and easy, but also practical, meaning I want to make sure that after each episode, you feel comfortable and confident shopping for wines, not just for fancy occasions, but for everyday get-togethers when you're making memories with family and friends. I want you to think of me as your very own practical Somalier.
1: If you're someone who does have a passionate wine enthusiast in their life, aka wine snob, then you're going to definitely be able to relate to some of the scenarios I'm going to be discussing today. Now, this person generally is not aware that they are taking over the conversation in regards to wine or how strongly they are sharing their beliefs, is my experience. They are passionate. They have some knowledge, but they don't understand that instead of bringing other people in Into the conversation with them so that they could share and collaborate about their passion, they're actually building a wall around themselves and making it really difficult for anybody else to participate in their passion for wine or even about learning about it. My first point of awareness in regards to the wine snob or passionate wine enthusiast, as we're gonna call them during this podcast, is that a lot of times they're not even aware of how they are coming across to others in the group. So the first thing is somehow we need to let them know that while we're interested in what they're having to say, and we probably could learn or at least engage in the conversation with them, they're presenting it in a way that it's not fun for anybody else to be around them in regards to this topic. The trick here is to help engage and get the passionate wine enthusiast to come down if you will to join the rest of the group and make it so that they're able to converse with other people and lessen their enthusiasm a little bit now there's a couple of different approaches here but if you have one in your life or in your social scenarios These are tips that I have found helpful in my experience. And I'm not going to lie, there are some people that are so overzealous about their passions about wine, that even I don't like to share my professional expertise because I don't want to be trapped in the kitchen fighting about vintages with somebody. I'm always interested to hear someone's opinion. I think wine should be an open discussion and it's a personal best sport in some ways. How I taste something may be a little different than how you taste something. So we're each going to bring our experiences in to a discussion and we're going to find the common ground. So some people are so intense about how they feel about the wines and and their thoughts about them that they forget that wine's about community, sharing, and bringing each other together. Let me share with you five tips that I have on how to deal with the wine enthusiast. The first one is if you are the host and you know that you have a passionate wine enthusiast coming to your event, and you feel like you know them well enough, you can definitely broach the conversation before they even arrive. So you know that Uncle Joe is coming, for example. You know that he definitely has a passion for wines, but he can be a little intense in his discussions about them. And you may feel brave enough to open up the conversation with Uncle Joe and say, hey, this year could we just mellow the wine discussions well i know that you're enthusiast about this other people don't have your knowledge or aren't feeling comfortable discussing this with you and i know that's not your intention to make them feel that way so could you just lessen your enthusiasm a little bit please so you could always broach the conversation ahead of time so my first tip is be preemptive and have a conversation before the event even occurs. Now, if you don't know them well enough, then here's a few tips. One is serve blind wines. Don't put the labels out. In other words, get a decanter, get a jug, put a red and a white out, keep them in decanters. Just say it's a surprise for everybody to make the party easy i have chosen my own house wine that i'll be serving and serve it and then just make it fun and say i'll be sending out pictures from tonight's events along with the wines that we had and some recipes so you can do it like a follow-up to the party I'll be sending out some pictures for you, as well as the menu of what we had and the wines that I served, which are going to remain secret tonight. So serve the wines blind, keep them a secret. Just call them your house wines and send them out afterwards. Then if someone has an opinion and wants to email back to you, you can deal with that on a one-to-one basis, but you don't need to do it in a group setting and it sets everybody up for a level playing field. And you can just say it's a wine that's special to you definitely serve the blind wines. If you're the host, it's your party and you can set it your way. The other hint I have for you is to give the wine enthusiast a job. They do have a passion for this. It's obviously something they care about and they're invested in, so why not have them help polish glasses or open up the bottles for you or give them an actual job that ties them into their passion so that they feel that they're helping. A lot of times this is just something they're so passionate about, it just comes off as such overzealous enthusiasm about the topic that other people feel excluded. And generally that's not actually what the wine enthusiast wants to have happen, it just is a bit of collateral damage in how powerful their enthusiasm is. So give them a job and help them help and get them involved in the actual event somehow. And that keeps them busy. And and they will be focused on that because obviously they want to do well by the wine. So find a little job for them to do. The next is if you find yourself in a conversation with a passionate wine enthusiast is to ask specific questions. So if they are starting to go off on a tangent or they're getting a bit too technical maybe in some of their conversations, then ask some specific questions why is this your favorite wine have you visited this wine region before what about this vintage do you like so much what's a vintage you'd suggest as a comparison. So again, engage them in conversation, but control it so that you're actually in the conversation because like I said, they probably have information you could learn from, but it's about controlling their intensity to, to be able to get some conversation going. So ask them specific questions about the wines that they're talking about. Ask them what their favorite pairing is, what type of wines do they like to serve? Just think of different ways you can engage them in conversation the other one is if they want to do a tasting with you or they're looking at you for some answers so you've had a sip of wine with them now they want to know your opinion and maybe you're just not comfortable sharing or you're not sure what you're supposed to say so there's a few key phrases that i'll give you that you can use no matter what level of wine knowledge you're at these are common phrases that you can use you can definitely say something along the line of I'm enjoying this wine but I feel like it needs a bit of food this is a pretty common statement to make about wines and literally what you're saying is you're like the wine but you think it would be better if you paired it with some foods the other is You can just say, so nose, the term nose, is what we're going to say when a wine has great aromatics. And you could say it has a great nose, which basically means you're enjoying the smell of it, but using that wine terminology. So you can say the nose on this wine is really expressive. That's about how many different aromatics are coming off of the glass for you. But if you say the nose is really expressive, it will give you a a key phrase to be able to share with that person. could be that you could say something about you know I'm feeling that maybe it's just a little too chilled for me if you're drinking a white wine so in other words you're buying yourself some time and so if you say the wine's just a little too cool for me in that you're hoping it's going to warm up a bit which will release more aromatics or flavors but you could definitely say I feel like it's just a little chilled for me and I'm just gonna let it warm up a bit which gets you out of needing to comment on what the the wine is tasting like and then again you can move on into another conversation or move around the room to meet other people so those are my top tips i will say because i want to keep this short i know you're so busy but if you have a passionate wine enthusiast in your life that just makes life a little bit cringe-worthy when you get together these are my tips for you serve blind wines that's tip number one so Put the wines in decanters, don't show the labels, make it a surprise and let them know that you'll be sending out pictures from the event along with a list of the menu and the wines you served after the party. So serve the wines blind, that way you've taken the topic off the table. Tip number two is to give them a job. So if the wine enthusiast probably has a really good comfort level wine, let them open up the bottles, let them polish the glasses, give them an actual job to get them involved so that they feel needed, and they'll be able to use some of their skill set and knowledge base to help you out. The third tip is to ask them specific questions. So if you find yourself caught up in one of their mini impromptu lessons about a wine that they're passionate about, ask them specific questions. Where did you find this wine? What do you like to serve it with what is your favorite pairing which vintage of this wine is your favorite so ask specific questions that helps you stay in control of the conversation use some key phrases so if you do find yourself where they're asking you to give some feedback about a wine some key phrases are going to be uh, a safe one is always I like it I just feel that it needs some food for me and the other one is I do enjoy it I am just waiting for it to warm up a bit and becomes more more expressive and then I'll have a better idea about how I'm feeling about it. Basically, you're looking to buy yourself some time with both of those phrases. Definitely, I have been right where you are, where there has been a very passionate person around me, and these tips have helped me out a time or two. Take this episode, obviously, with a bit of a grain of salt. It's meant to be a little bit lighter, but at the same time, it is something that we all know that we do have these passionate wine enthusiasts that can come off a bit like a wine snob. It can make an event really not that fun for other people there So hopefully this has given you some empowering tips that you can use or share with family and friends to lessen some of the cringe effect when you run into the passionate wine enthusiast as always it's been wonderful to hang out with you today i hope you have some tips that you can take away that are going to help you the next time you run into a passionate wine enthusiast aka
0: wine snob before i say goodbye to you today i do have some exciting news to share with all of you and that is you'll now find some of my courses up on Udemy and I'm going to put the link below to where you can find those courses and more are coming but to make them easy and accessible you're going to be able to find my courses up on Udemy. I've also opened up a really fun Etsy shop where you're going to find some tasting kit so you can host a tasting with all the instructions easily with your friends. So be sure to check those out as well as some really fun art pieces that I like to have. So I've made some for you as well. So you'll be able to check out the One Girl Shop on Etsy. So those are some fun and exciting updates that I wanted to share with you this week. that note, I want to wish you a wonderful week. Be sure to like, share, and subscribe. New episodes come out every Tuesday. And thanks so much for hanging out with me. Cheers to you. Bye now.